0: Hello and welcome to Couple of Vigits, your daily episode-by-episode episode podcast where we discuss the show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me, as always,
1: is his wife, Penny.
0: Hello. How's it going today? Pretty good. Well, come on. Is that you're really going to downplay how good your day is today?
1: <laughs> it's a great day. We have a new president. Yay! <laughs> oh.
0: We normally don't talk about you know politics too much here but yeah it's pretty clear that uh, both you and I are sick of the madness and just want a normal guy that isn't spinning out of control
1: yeah so you want someone who's not thinking that he's the center of the universe
0: someone nice and boring
1: boring is good especially when you get our age
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, that's why the old guy is uh, I, well old woman even That's why the old person is good to have in that position. They've seen enough of everything to know. You don't need to get too excited or hyper. Time will pass. We'll get through it.
1: Tell it to the last idiot that was there.
0: (laughs) Well, (coughs) he was not a career politician, and now we know why.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) I don't know if uh, he'll ever be elected into anything again besides maybe not even dog catcher.
1: I would probably think no. (laughs) And you can, speaking of dogs, you yes. always can tell a good person and a bad person because Trump doesn't like dogs. And so to me, that's the mark of a bad person, whereas Biden has two dogs, and I think they're both adopted from Humane Society, so they're both rescue dogs.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. Or I mean, it's always been like if a dog doesn't like someone, it's kind of a sign like, mm, maybe that dude isn't a good dude. Exactly. So that's probably why... Trump doesn't like dogs, his dogs don't like him.
1: That's what I'm thinking, too.
0: Seems to make sense. Oh, and speaking of dogs, ours yet needs to go out again. They just do not understand that in winter, we don't like to get up and open and close the door endlessly for them.
1: No, and they always seem to wait when we're here with our microphones ready to record.
0: Yeah, I like summer when they can just wander in and out. (laughs) That's easy.
1: Yeah, well, unless it's too hot and we have the air conditioner running, but... Excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. But yeah, with the weather's nice, just keep the back door open. They can go in and out as they want.
0: They seem to enjoy <laughs> that bus too, but yes, they at do. least, you know, they're pretty. They're fairly, they have us fairly trained. They aren't too big of monsters. That's true. No matter what my parents say. So this was uh, season five, episode nine, The Real Ghostbusters. And in the g- recap, uh, we get the whole, how Dean might have to kill Sam. Uh, then we learn about the supernatural books. We get in- introduced to Chuck and we get introduced to Becky. And it's a lot of Becky.
1: It is, a- <coughs> excuse me, it is a lot of Becky. And we also get told a little bit of the background of the cult again.
0: The cult? Cult. Oh yeah, the, the cult. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, you're right. So do you need a glass of water or something? Okay. So uh, opens up, and we see the boys uh, racing to the Pine View Motel. They're hauling ass up through the mountains, it looks like. Uh, they pull into this uh, fairly nice, you know, looking mountain hotel deal. <coughs> it's called Motel, but it looked really nice to be a motel.
1: Yeah, it really did. It
0: was more like a little ski cottage resort thing.
1: Yeah, more like an inn or. Yeah. Not like a bed and breakfast, more like an inn.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dean stops. Uh, they stop the car. Sam and Dean hop out. And there's three other uh, imp- black impalas there, just like theirs. Almost yeah. like theirs. There was like, I don't think they were exact, but they were similar enough.
1: Yeah, they were very similar. So, yes, Dean definitely took notice of that.
0: Guys go inside and they meet up with Chuck. Um, they ask Chuck, hey, why'd you ask us to come? And. Chuck says, Chuck's like, I didn't invite you to come. And then Chuck's like, oh, no. And our friend Becky pops out the door. And she is super excited, as always, to see Sam mostly. I think she says hi to Dean, but mostly Sam is who she's infatuated with.
1: Yes, she's madly in love with Sam for sure.
0: And she's doing her typical very annoying Becky uh, routine. I mean, this. she is a fantastic character. She cracks me up <laughs> endlessly, how uh, that girl acts. Chuck apologizes for everything, and they walk inside. Uh, inside, then, you see other people. Like, someone walks up and is like, oh, hey, you're Dean or Sam or something. It's all kind of half confusing, but then because you're looking around, and there's a bunch of people in costumes, and it's all costumes from previous Supernatural episodes that we've seen. So it's like, oh, you know, as a viewer, if you're paying attention, you can probably you can figure it out that there's a Supernatural convention happening yes. at this uh, Pine View Motel.
1: And that's what Becky was so excited about and why she told Sam and Dean to rush up there. Um, yes, it was the first annual Supernatural Convention.
0: Yeah, well, Sam asks out loud, what is this? And then Becky's like, it's awesome! <laughs> it's a convention! <laughs> yes, she did. She totally uh, geeks out. Um. You know, there's a term now for super fans. Do you know this? This is a new thing, a word that got added to the dictionary, being a stan. Oh, really? Yeah, if you're like, crazy over-the-top super fan you're known as a stan from that eminem song and that eminem song is like 15 20 years old or something like that but yeah it's like a real thing
1: i have no idea what you're talking about
0: okay there's a song by eminem uh-huh. about a fan who's like way too obsessed and goes crazy and kills himself uh-huh. nowadays people are using that as an actual term to describe someone else that is way too much of a fan for their own self and safety and health. They're known as a Stan. S-T-A-N.
1: And I'm assuming the character in the song, his name was Stan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, I thought you knew what song I was talking about. I don't
1: follow Eminem. I mean, uh, yeah, no. All right. I'm not a Stan, let me just say that. I
0: guess not. You are not a Stan. Not even a fan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so the boys then look around and it's clear we see even more former people dressed as former monsters it's just you can see
1: well not only that but you see people dressed as several people dressed as sam and dean you see people dressed as bobby
0: yep everyone every all the all the major characters are represented somewhere and then the stinger graphic the opening of the show so they're in a convention hall you know this isn't the world's biggest convention either this this convention is probably like 150 people if that
1: if that but yeah but supernatural they weren't a really widely known book it was
0: No that's what's so funny is that book supposedly did so horrible but yet they drummed up enough people to throw a convention and yeah. have really good turnout so uh, I guess there's a lot of stands in that group uh the uh, some guy is up in the middle he gives like the schedule of what's going to happen By the way, he announces that there's going to be a seminar on the homoerotic overtones at some point. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Which is very odd.
0: Like, oh, gay jokes in the early 2000s. That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Well, not not, not really. It's just the fact that there's those Slash fans.
0: Yeah. Slash fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Sam people that, yeah. Sam
1: and that, Dean, even though they're brothers. or Yeah, or, we know
0: that there's fans in this universe that write gay porn scenes between the two.
1: Or even there's Destiel, which is Dean and Castiel.
0: Oh, oh my Lord. Yeah. All right. Um, now, is this a thing that's really on the internet then, too? Yes. Sweet. Jesus. All right. I thought it was kind of just made up for the show.
1: Oh, no. No, no, no. There's definitely all that stuff. So,
0: so Chuck comes up to the mic, and he is really nervous, drinks a whole bunch of water. He, like, is totally not prepared, it seems. Like, hey, dude, uh, <laughs> you threw a convention, or Becky threw a convention.
1: Yeah, Chuck looked like he did not want to be there himself. So this is how probably all Becky's doing.
0: Which is really weird. Okay, we'll get to that at the end, because it does seem like there should be a reason for Chuck to be doing it, but yeah, he's really nervous and not very excited, it doesn't seem. He asks for questions, and everyone instantly puts their hands up, like in unison. Uh, The first question was, how did you come up with Sam and Dean? And he says, it just came to me. Which is fair enough. That's what that chick that says about uh, Harry Potter. She says the entire story just blinked in her head one day.
1: Oh, J.K. Rowling, yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. Well, plus he doesn't want to say. Well, you know, I'm a prophet of the Lord, and God sends me these visions. Well, he
0: doesn't know that yet.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: He knows that he's a prophet.
1: When we first. I don't think
0: he believes it though.
1: Maybe not, but when we first met, Chuck Cass said he's a prophet of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, I know
0: that Cass you know. said that. That's what he was, but I don't know if he believes it or he understands himself what he is exactly. He might. Um, the n- next guy comes has a question, and uh, he s- says um, he starts like second guessing like what the boys are doing in the stories. I didn't write it down the exact details, but. He was like, "Why don't they put leashes on their weapons?" And- well,
1: yeah, he said, "It seems like whenever," and he has a thick German accent. It seems like for you know, whenever they get in a fight, they're always losing their guns or their knives. Why don't they attach it to like a bungee or something? You know, and Chuck's like, "That's a good idea."
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was first that, and then there was something else that he brought up. And at this point, Becky has heard enough. The boys are infallible to her, so she goes up and is like. So he's yelling, like, if you don't like it, stop reading the books. (laughs) Exactly. Jesus, (laughs) Becky. Back it down. Um, Someone then asks, what's next uh, now after Dean went to hell? Because that's where the book series ended.
1: Yes, the books stopped being published at the end of season three, where Dean was dragged to hell by the hellhounds.
0: So Chuck then at this point is like, well, I have good news uh, through some investment money we are gonna start publishing again yay so i mean that's why he would have a convention is to announce that but like why he looked so nervous about getting up there and saying that was weird I don't know. and like then he had to ask for a question to weave that in it seems like that'd be a keynote address thing
1: yeah you would think so uh and did he mention angels at this point because when someone said you know what we saw the end of you know see dean to hell what's next and we there is that, some mention of an angel. Because we know that it. season four, episode one, were introduced to Castiel.
0: Right. I There's something in there. I, I don't know any details. Uh, okay, so done there. Uh, we see Chuck is having a drink in the bar with Becky. Sam and Dean walk up to them, and they are very upset with this turn of events. They do not want him to write down anything else because they are already busy enough with the stuff that they're dealing with to start playing out Chuck's stories again. Chuck pleads his side, and he says, like, look, guys, I need to make money. I'm not good at anything else. Like, Chuck looks really pitiful at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I need food and shelter. This is what I do. I'm not even that great of a writer. And then this stuff just comes to me, and I need to make a living somehow.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I kind of feel for Chuck, but I don't know. Write a story about some different people. At this point, a woman screams off camera and Sam and Dean and a whole bunch of other people go running up the stairs to see what she, who's just screamed. At the top of the stairs, there's a lady who says she saw a ghost. And it like looks legitimate at first, but then she goes into like, and let me tell you this ye old tale of where we stand today. So it looks like one of those Murder mysteries,
1: right? What she says is, "Okay, gather close, everybody, for a terrifying tale of horror or a tale of terror." So yeah, then like Sam and he, like, "Oh shit, this is all part of the larping." And
0: well, they didn't know if it was part of the. They didn't know it was part of the larping, but they figured it was part of the convention. Right. So yeah, they roll their eyes and uh, wander off. Becky follows them, and then she informs them, "Like, ooh, this is the larping section of the convention." And then they get a little bit of clarification on what LARPing is, live-action role-playing. Have you ever wanted to do that? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really, I have, you know, the closest I've ever wanted to do that was going to a Ren fair, And I've never really, we've never really dressed up for that. We've just gone, you know.
0: Yeah, that's true. If we can't muster up the <laughs> a costume for Ren fair, how are we ever going to do LARPing? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that's not my thing.
0: Uh, so they uh, then I think Becky at this point hands him a flyer and this flyer is wrote out like it was one of John's journals with clues and the game that they're LARPing and it sounds like they got to solve some ghost mystery and then they'll win a $50 gift certificate to Sizzler love dad which (laughs) was pretty hilarious
1: (laughs) it was yeah sad but hilarious
0: So we see the boys are walking around. Everyone else is wandering around playing characters. There's...
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, we had a little... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got dog-on-dog violence here. Stop, you guys. Stop. Nala.
0: Nala. There we go. Everyone's <laughs> fine.
1: Everyone's calmed down. Everyone relax. Leave each other's private areas alone.
0: (laughs) They get licking each other, and then someone sits on someone's face a little too hard, and then the yipping and yelling starts. Oh my goodness! And then the third dog, not involved in the oral sex, gets all excited and doesn't know what's going on and why someone would be yipping, and then thinks that there's an attack, and then the real attack happens, and it just spins into chaos. Luckily, we were able to
1: everybody chill it all out. Yes, just relax.
0: Good job. Um, the, so the boys are walking around, everyone else is wandering around, Uh, a guy, he's like walking down the hallway and finds a girl, um, playing the role of a ghost and they do their little LARPing thing back and forth and he vanquishes her somehow, but she can't really vanish. And he's like, Oh, this is lame. You're not really a ghost. And he wanders off. Well then behind him, a real little kid ghost says, help us, Miss Gore won't let us have any fun. Then this little kid ghost grabs him and tosses him all around the room, beats the hell out of him, and scares the bejesus out of him, basically.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, kung fu fighting a la spirit.
0: <laughs> yeah, the little kid ghost, like, vanished, and then it was just invisible. This guy just got him getting tossed around. Uh, Dean, we see Dean at the bar hitting on the bartender. And it was funny because the bartender is like, oh, you're the third guy in a that jacket today or something like that.
1: Um, it wasn't the bartender. It was the woman playing the ghost of Letitia Gordon. And she's like, yeah, you're like the 17th guy that's said that to me today.
0: Okay. I thought it was the bartender. Uh, the guy that got beat up by the ghost, though, he comes running into the bar screaming about uh, getting beat up. And he's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. This is bullshit. Sam and Dean uh, overhear this. They go to investigate, um, but they're not gonna talk to the guy set up to do the LARPing. Uh, cause there's, I don't know, some fat guy in a pirate costume. It's <laughs> like giving out clues to everyone.
1: Well, he was in a pirate costume. He was playing the manager of the of the motel, thing, this is the story, this is
0: what happened. But he was dressed up in old-timey clothes or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had an ascot, and he dressed, Definitely was not in modern dress, and he was giving all the people all the clues to help find this ghost. Uh,
0: so they want to go investigate. So they go up to the <laughs> <coughs> the, the actual the actual uh, yeah like front desk guy, and they bribe him to get the backstory, and come to find out that the story that the hotel or that the game's been telling him is pretty much real. That the whole place used to be an old orphanage, and that there were some kids that. Ended up dead. The mom ended up dead. It sounded like everyone died at some point. I didn't get the details. So you got that?
1: Yeah, this, this woman, um, she allegedly killed three little boys. No, four little boys and then herself. And so allegedly every year on the anniversary when this happened, the ghosts appear. <coughs> and this night happened to be on the anniversary because the convention wanted some authenticity to it.
0: Uh, they then wanted to find out, like, where were these, where were the kids kept, or where were they found? Where were they
1: found? Or is that what she- it was? Yeah, I don't have really I I don't that all I have is that he directed them to the attic. I think maybe that's where the bodies were found, yeah, or that something. That must be. That's yeah. the only
0: logical question.
1: Yeah, that's. I don't have any. So
0: yeah, they they know though they got to go up to the attic and look around. Uh, are so they climb into the attic. Their EMF meters are going off. At this point, we see some other nerds dressed up as Sam and Dean, and uh, we'll call them Fat Sam and Dean.
1: And the reason we call him that because the guy playing Dean was quite a large... I mean, the guy playing Sam was tall and skinny, but the guy fit, playing Dean was a uh, big
0: boy. He was about three times the size of Dean. Yes, he was. He come, uh, comes up the stairs, uh, and then they see a little kid ghost. He shows up. And they they just think that this little kid's part of the game. And they, so they ask the uh, the kid, uh, like, where's the body at? Where are the bodies at? And then the little kid goes, points up to, uh, on the wall, there's a picture hanging. And so those fat Sam and Dean go over to the picture hanging on the wall, pull it, pull it off. There's a bloody handprint behind the picture. And then the back of the painting is covered in, like, little kid handprints. They peel off the paper, and inside of there is a map. Mm -hmm. And then they both look at themselves, and they are just geeked out. And they're like, this is the coolest game ever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I have, uh, at this point, the real Sam and Dean are still looking around the attic.
0: Yep, the real Sam and Dean are in the attic, and they run into another little kid ghost. And he says, mommy loves me this much, and then shows them a massive head injury that we find out it's a scalping. Yes. Just a big chunk of hair and skin has been peeled off this kid's skull.
1: So, yeah, that's what they figure Then, oh, this was really a story. She must've killed all these kids and then killed herself. And that's what
0: it looks like is uh, mommy went nuts and killed her, her own son and then whacked three other kids at the orphanage. Uh. Chuck and Becky, they're still at the bar. Uh, Dean is, Dean and Sam uh, talk about the lady killing her own son. And at that point, then they overhear Fat Sam and Dean talking about the map. So they go over it and they want to investigate what those guys found. And after some back and forth, the real Sam and Dean are allowed to join fake Sam and Dean on the ghost hunt.
1: Yeah, because Dean wanted to just take the map and so fake Dean shows him like this plastic gun that he's got. <laughs> and so Dean pulls out his real gun and Sam's like, No you know, cool it dude. Yep. And Dean's like, But they're annoying. <laughs> so yeah, they decide to team up and help each other out.
0: Walking outside, um, they're I guess going they're going to the graveyard that was marked out on this map, right?
1: Right, because this is where this woman and these children were buried.
0: Yeah, so they just figured got to salt and burn the bones. So they're walking outside over to the old graveyard. Fat Sam and Dean, they are like play arguing back and forth, just <laughs> like real Sam and Dean argue. Like all their old, uh, all their old arguments that drive me up a wall <laughs> of all this constant back and forth. So those two, they're just like saying it as lines to each other, thinking that they're having a ball dean though he's heard enough he flips out and he yells at these guys and he's like this this isn't a fun story this story sucks you don't know what the hell it's like to be dean blah 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 and then one of them i don't know which of the fake guys he's like dude it's okay they're fictional characters (laughs) which is always funny because of jay and silent bob strikes back back when Mm -hmm. ben affleck has to tell. Jay and Silent Bob, not to get mad, because Jay and Silent Bob are just fictional characters.
1: Well, Bluntman Man and Chronic are fictional characters. Right, yeah, this, that's what it in is. In this series, but yeah, Jay and Silent Bob are real people.
0: Um so that was that's fun. I mean, it's total callback too. When you go fictional Final characters. characters.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: All he has to do, the one thing that happens in Jay and Silent Bob strikes back is Ben Affleck does like fake does sign it, language does,
1: no does the air quotes doesn't uh, it just do fictional fictional characters no
0: he does like some fake sign oh language yeah he thing. does yeah
1: that's right he does
0: um and dean says no they're not and he walks off and <laughs> both those guys are just left standing there in front of sam and sam's like he takes it real seriously <laughs> uh so they go wandering off they show up the graveyard uh, they find the uh, graves of the kids and the lady. I mean, they're all laid out there. Sam and Dean, they brought shovels along. I don't know how these other two guys didn't see that they had shovels, but they whip out the shovels, and at this point, the two fake guys, they start freaking out, and they're like, Yo, this is just a game, man. This is, this is gross and weird. And Dean's like, you know, like, And they're pleading with him, like, you're not really going to do this, are you? And Dean's like, nope, we're doing this. You want to win that $50 scissors gift certificate,
1: don't you? This is how you're going to win it.
0: <laughs> so he digs up the grave. The other two guys just stand around and watch him dig up six feet of dirt, by the way. <laughs> like, they don't move. Uh, they then start freaking out that it's a real grave with a real dead body in it. Or a real skeleton, anyways. At this point a ghost shows up and slaps Sam to his feet, just like backhands him. And the ghost then goes over and attacks the two fake guys. Uh Dean quickly uh throws in salt and that goes the ghost so it's like a couple of the kids, I think, at this point. And they're about ready to kill those fake guys, but Dean gets gas.
1: No, it's just Letitia. Oh, was it? Yes.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. It was just the mom. Um throws gas, lights it on fire, the ghost goes up in flames, leaves those other two guys just slack-jawed, just in just dumbfounded and Dean turns to him and is like, "Real enough for you?"
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Commercial. <laughs> Back from commercial, uh Sam and Dean They say goodbye, everyone, and they're leaving the convention. At this point, too, I was like, oh, show's over. You know, that was pretty quick and easy. Uh, But no, it is not the end of the episode. The doors and windows are locked shut. And like every door and window, because they're up on the second floor checking the windows even.
1: Yeah, it seems like everything is sealed with an airtight seal. No one's getting in, no one's getting out.
0: There's a scream and a lady goes running in fear. <laughs> <coughs> Past them. Sam and Dean then, they find that kid with the head wound again. And he says, like, hey, my mommy didn't hurt me. And then we see the uh, three other three little kids. They get the drop on some guy.
1: Yeah, the guy with a German accent who was asking about why they didn't use bungees on their weapons.
0: Yeah, he's out on some other floor, some other part of the hotel. So the three little kids get the drop on him. And then they're like, oh, we're going to have fun now. And they pull out weapons. So quickly now as a viewer, you realize like, uh uh-oh, there's three bad kids, a kid with a head injury and a mom that just got burnt up.
1: Yes. So yes, these, these three bad ghost kids end up killing this guy.
0: Sam and Dean quickly uh, seem to put together what's going on. They, uh, Sam runs into the convention hall, interrupts Chuck to tell him what's going on. Uh, tells Chuck to just keep talking. Sam and Dean, uh, they hustle everyone in the hotel into that convention room too and insult all the doors. Uh, Sam and Dean exchange notes on what the plan is. They figure they're pretty screwed because they don't have any of their guns or weapons, and there's no way to get outside to torch the bones.
1: Right, and they realize at this point that by um, torching Letitia's bones, she was actually the only ones keeping these three bad little kid ghosts in line, and now that they got rid of her, these little kid ghosts are now running amok. Uh,
0: Dean at this point then asks... The, uh, one of the ladies there that, that was dressed up as a ghost, uh, she can help them. And then Dean goes and asks the other fake Sam and Dean if he'll help them too. What was going on? All that happened so quick. It was just like Dean running around saying, come with me, can you help?
1: Well, the the person that he asked was the actress who played the ghost, Letitia. So he's like, you know, we need you to really play us. And at that point, this point, Sam, or Dean did not ask them to help. They said they wanted to help, and Dean really didn't want them to because he figured that they might get hurt.
0: Okay. Thanks for clearing. There was so much going on so fast here. It was hard to keep up. So Dean has the actress lady, um, and she has her uh, like coached up to act like the, uh, the real Letitia. And to call for the kids and to set them straight, like yell at them so they'd stop being naughty.
1: Right, because apparently this Letitia, when she was alive, would say, you boys, you're being very, very naughty. You need to behave yourselves. So this is basically what Dean's trying to get this actress to do. So the
0: ghost kids show up. She starts scolding them, tells them that they should be naughty and they should open the doors. Uh, I guess a couple of the kids' psychic powers or whatever starts to slip because the fake guys, they're able to slip out the door. Uh, And it looks like uh, this actress has got these kids in line, except then her cell phone goes (laughs) off. (laughs)
1: Whoopsie-poopsie.
0: So the jig is up. Ghost kids figure out that she isn't the real Letitia. She's in dire trouble, but Dean comes around the corner with fire poker in hand, swings it through them to uh, vanquish them momentarily.
1: Yes. So, yeah, then he tells her to run. Um, and Sam was trying to get out the door with a fake Sam and Dean, but he didn't get to. Only the, only the fake Sam and Dean were able to get out.
0: Yeah, once that girl's cell phone went off, then the doors like resealed shut. It got their full powers back. Right. Uh, But we do see outside that the fake guys, uh, they are digging up graves. Uh, There's a lot of conversation about how hard it is to dig up graves and how Sam and Dean make it seem so easy. (laughs) But really it isn't. That's what I've always called out, too. Like, how hard is it to dig a big asshole like that? Where do you put the dirt?
1: Exactly. I mean, any, any show where they show that a grave is being dug up, they make it seem so easy. But, dude, they don't hand dig graves anymore. Not in this country, anyway. That's what we have backhoes and stuff for.
0: Yeah. Uh, inside, we see Dean getting beat up by the ghost kids. Uh, Sam comes in and saves him. But then Sam gets attacked by the ghost kids downstairs chuck is continuing to talk and trying to really stretch out his presentation with a bunch of like just dumb personal facts from the past there's a guy who's had quite enough he gets bored goes to the back door opens it up thus cutting the uh, salt line instantly a ghost shows up uh, but chuck then grabs like a stand like one of those stanchions where the velvet rope is on he grabs one of those and swings, takes a swing on this kid, and the, the ghost kid vanishes. But I just want to say, like, Chuck came running in, swinging on that ghost. He was not, he did not hesitate whatsoever.
1: No, he did. Well, I mean, he, for fuck's sake. He knew what it took, because he writes the books, to how to vanquish a ghost. And I guess that stand must have been made out of iron or something, because that's usually what it takes. But you're right, he was right there on the spot.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was in the front of the room, and he got rid of a ghost at the back of the room. He must have just been hauling ass the whole time. Okay, I'll keep talking. Sorry. sorry,
1: We had a a fan incident that I had to get up and fix, and then Dan's sitting there looking at me, and so there's dead air. (laughs) I'm oh, like, yeah, because everyone can watch me and see what I'm doing to know why there's dead air. Why the fuck is there dead air? Keep talking.
0: Our best episode yet. Jesus. <laughs> okay, uh, so Chuck is continuing to talk. Uh, he loses, the, loses that guy. He gets bored, opens up the door. Ghost comes back. Chuck comes back. I already went through all that. Sam and Dean, uh, they're about to get killed by these ghosts. They're getting their ass beat. By these ghosts, but all of a sudden they light on fire, and that's because we see outside the fake guys were able to dig up the graves and light the bodies on fire just in the nick of time.
1: Oh, it happens just in the, time.
0: in the nick of time. Uh okay, so next day, boys are leaving. Uh Dean runs into the fake guys. Uh the fat one tells Dean that uh it, you know, their lives the, the fake guys, their lives suck. <laughs> And uh, you know, they're just regular old schmoes. And in fact, Sam and Dean have awesome lives because they go around saving the world. Uh Dean asks then these two how they met. Come to find out they met in a chat room and then now they're romantically involved with each other. We see Becky is apologizing to Sam. <laughs> so funny. Uh she's like really shy and it's really hard for her. Uh but the fact is that Becky now has a new love in her life who's Chuck because one thing I forgot to mention when uh, Chuck went and uh, ran through and swung on that ghost like Becky was watching the whole time and she just got you could tell she got all hot and bothered for Chuck then
1: oh yeah he was now the big hero he wasn't just someone that sat back and wrote books he actually saved lives
0: Yeah, so Becky breaks the bad news to Sam that she's got to break up with him. You know, the heart wants what the heart wants. Becky asks Sam if he's going to be okay, and he's like, well, I'm just going to have to find some way to get through this, aren't
1: I? I'm going to have to find a way to live with it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Becky then, uh, she just starts going off about, oh, by the way, you know where the cult is, right? And then she rattles off all sorts of plot points and where the cult went. And uh, Sam is like, wait, what? How do you know all this? Well, it's because she read the books, and they didn't. And there was a scene that they were not involved in that was in the books.
1: Yeah, because she said, you remember, she mentioned the episode, I don't remember specifically what it was, when Bella said that she gave the cult to Lilith, and she says, but what she didn't tell you is she really gave the cult to Crowley, some demon named Crowley. This is a character we've never heard of before. Yep. This was after Sam told Chuck this is the conversation between Sam and Chuck, and then Becky mentioned this. Oh, and Chuck, if you want to keep writing supernatural books, it's OK with us. And Chuck says, wow, really? And then Sam says, no, not, real, not really. We have guns, and we'll find you. And that's when Sam starts walking away, and then when Becky goes, oh, by the way, Yep. Bella said she gave it to Lilith, but really she gave it to some <laughs> demon named Crowley.
0: Yep. OK, we see Sam, uh, Dean is very happy standing by the car sam walks up says he's got a lead on the colt mm-hmm. the end
1: yep that was the end of it <laughs> and we both got frogs in our throat now because oh, we we're both man coughing
0: i want it to be the end of this cough. me too so yeah a really fun episode i mean it was it's cool to see the fandom and uh becky's always awesome chuck is usually awesome so yeah, really fun episode. It was Missing Bobby, though, and Cass. It would have been cooler if like the whole gang was there and it had to deal with fakes of all their... You know, if there was a fake Cass and a fake Bobby.
1: There would not have been a fake Cass because, remember, the books ended. Oh,
0: yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have known about it yet. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, but there were fake, there were, fake there were There were fake Bobbies, but, yeah, it had been cool if the real Bobby. But then to try and explain why Bobby's in a wheelchair now.
0: No. Oh. Yeah, well, they'd have just called him out as like being a bad duplicate since he's a <laughs> wheelchair. I, I don't know. They'd have like handicap shamed him or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would have worked.
1: Well, because of the fact that they think these are fictional characters, there would not have been a real Bobby because these people didn't even believe that that was the real Sam and Dean.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because uh, one fake guy at the end asks his, you know, they exchange names, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Dean, the real Dean." And then they all just like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, pretty, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I did
1: too. It's one of my more favorite episodes.
0: How many deaths?
1: Well, according to, I, according to IMDb, there are six, but I think they're counting all the ghosts too, because the only one I knew of was the, when the little kid killed the fake hook man with a German accent.
0: They said six, though? Yeah, that, that would count the ghosts, then. Oh, that would count the they would ghosts. Because then there would mom and four kid ghosts.
1: Yep. <coughs> so, yeah. yeah, that must have been what it well, was. Well, uh,
0: that isn't how the numbers are supposed to work, IMDb. It's only the real people. It's
1: only, yes, the humans, the corporeal beings that get killed that should be counted as a body count. But not in this episode, I guess.
0: Once again, IMDB lets us down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The day nine count's easy to do, though. It's just a weekend. I'm sure this convention started on, you know, um, a Friday and ended on Sunday.
1: Yeah, you're about right. That seems about Uh, right. That
0: seems to be what they would do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anything else we need to go over? No. Not really.
1: That's That's about it.
0: Okay, what's tomorrow's episode?
1: Tomorrow's episode is episode 10, season 5, Abandon All Hope.
0: Fabulous. Sounds very uplifting.
1: Yes, very uplifting indeed.
0: Okay, so we will uh, be with you tomorrow for Abandon All Hope. Just a reminder we have a Facebook group called Couple. uh, No, we got a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi. We also have a website called coupleofidgets.com. Where you can get a link to all of our episodes to download, as well as a player right there. Uh, so if you don't, if you're not into the podcasting thing, it's pretty easy. You can just listen to it on the page or download the file. Along with there is information to subscribe to it on all of the big platforms. So it's pretty easy. That's it from
1: us. Yes, it is. Everyone, have a good night.
0: Bye. Bye.